0: get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sergunina and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. There are so many things you have to figure out as you become a new parent. And I had to face this myself a few years ago, childcare being one of them, and that's something... Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have friends and colleagues point out to me and help me navigate. Now, I know that my situation is not exactly the same as yours. And in my conversation today with Shannon Perola, who's a super nanny, family manager, and nerd blogger with 15 years of professional experience as a nanny and specializing um, with uh, working with families uh, with special needs and uh, allergies. Shares how she helps families navigate this maze of childcare decisions and really utilizing her coaching approach to this decision because it's not just about, all right, daycare costs this much and then you cost this much. We're going to go for it. Which really, if I had to confess was the decision you and I made, but I wanted to look at, at more of this question from the holistic view. And especially now that we're sort of coming out of the pandemic and for many of parents out there, life is starting to look a little bit more promising with kids, hopefully going back to school um, or daycares are opening, but we've got a, a whole other set of challenges. So join me on this conversation and hear Shannon share with us, how do we really approach this decision of what is the best child care for my family, what is the best child care for me as a mom, as a working mom, or as a working dad? Hey, Money Bosses. I am excited for our guest today. Uh, Shannon is going to share with us some of her experiences and thoughts around navigating child care as a parent. And I'm still calling myself a new parent or a new mom. Liam just turned two. um, He's almost uh, 25 months. So I still kind of think of uh, myself as a new mom. But I think that's the question that all of us uh, really have to navigate, not just at the beginning of the whole process, but probably as we go. So uh, Shannon, welcome. Um, I'd like to kind of hear your story and, and for our listeners to understand, how did you get started in this uh, maze of uh, really figuring out the childcare and really probably as a mom. <gasps>
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here and conversate with other moms. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Um, I was the local babysitter growing up. I was always the nanny taking care of everybody, my cousins, my brothers. I went to college for physical therapy and I kind of was nannying to pay the bills. Like that's how I was going to pay for my tuition um, and how I was affording the fun life of being a college student. And I got really, really sick in 2013 uh, with celiac disease. I, I landed in the hospital for 30 days in the ICU you. And I realized, okay, I can't get my doctorate anymore. I have to recover and, you know, get better. So I said, all right, I'm going to become a career nanny. I'm going to get all these certifications. I love working with kids. Uh, My goal was to be pediatric physical therapy. So take things I love and what the experience I had from college and my degree, I'll be a nanny. And I loved it. Any certification I could get any, you know, class I could take, I was in for it and that's how i just thought my life was going to be and i was told you know my husband and i have been together 15 years as well and we were told you know kids aren't in the cards all right my kids fixes through my career i'm going to have kids you know have my nanny kids and um life is going to be good and 2019 rolled around and i started getting really sick again and they said oh it's it's your chronic illness kicking in and Sure enough, we went in for an ultrasound and there's this little thing waving at me and they're like, "Oh, you're 3 months along already and yeah, you're pregnant." Okay, pivot <laughs> once again. Um I started, you know, preparing for the journey of motherhood and, you know, taking all the classes, you know, everyone kind of kept patting me on the back and saying, "You're a nanny, you got this. Don't worry about it." Um but I had my daughter in October of 2019. Um, We joke her name is Marvel. It's a Marvel. We made it to the hospital to have her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I had a kind of a traumatic birth that allowed, you know, I had to take more recovery time. So by the time I was ready to go back to work as a nanny here in the Bay Area, COVID hit March. That's when I was supposed to go back to work. Everything shut down. So I was kind of at a loss, like, okay, what do I do? But within like 24 hours, my phone, my email old clients, people I had worked with, what do we do? Can we hire a nanny? Because a lot of them had switched to daycare or their kids were in school full-time. So they had ne- they were back to that original struggle that they were when I first met them of, Oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? And I look at my husband and he goes... All right. This is what you're going to do. If you can't be out working with your families and your kids, you can be working at home with your kid <laughs> and do what you love helping families. So, I started working with just families that I had been working with before. I knew the background, I knew I knew them. I vibed with them. And by May, we were open I was open to the public asking, "Okay, who needs help?" And I've kind of become the person in the Bay area. Okay. I don't know if I need daycare. I don't know if I need a uh, au pair. I don't what, I don't know. And I'm here to answer questions and just take a little weight off parents' shoulders.
0: Uh, it's totally, I, I hear you on all of those, um, all of those areas. Um, my um, brother's wife, my sister-in-law uh, Megan, had a similar story. She she was a nanny growing up, and so when they started having kids, I was like, "Oh my gosh, piece of cake! She'd be able, you know, easily to handle." And so, of course, little did I know because I didn't have my own my own uh, child. So. It definitely, uh, you know, uh, a couple years later, we had these conversations, and like, well, it's not exactly the same being a
1: nanny versus being no, <laughs> so, no. It's it, you eat a lot of humble pie, and it was really funny. I ended up having more conversations those first four months with my mom bosses, again texting them. You know, having that sudden realization of you know this this is your pride and joy, and your your one thing that you love more than life, and you trusted me to watch it for that many years. How did you come to this decision? And so once I jumped it back into the childcare realm and realized, okay, parents need help. Nannies need help. I was reaching out to my, you know, my employers and going, Hey, why did you choose me? What made Mm -hmm. you go these routes? How, how did you get to these destinations? And they said, you know, there's no chapter in the parenting books that says, Hey, childcare, you know, like there's no like, Hey, warning, you should probably think about this. And so that's kind of now my mission is, Think about childcare while you're pregnant. Like start the discussion now. Can we afford this? When will we need to afford this? Uh, or, you know, when will we need childcare? Will we need it the minute we get home from the hospital? Or will we need it in a year when you decide to go back to work or six weeks or whatever the situation may be? Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of just been my thing: is hey, start the discussion. And if your your kids are older now, check in with your partner once a year and go, okay, what are our goals this year? Are we going to need extra help? Should I start looking for help? Um, those kind of things.
0: Yeah, and so when you started, to, and I, I mean, I like guess you were describing what ha- what was happening last year. We're not that far um, away from it, and so yes, our daycare was closed for uh, for four months, and so luckily for us. Yuri's parents, my husband's parents are here in, in the area. And so we were lucky enough to be able to kind of, you know, grab them when the whole thing unfolded. And they're like, you're staying with us yeah, because both of us had to work. So we had sort of a built-in daycare. And for a while, I wasn't telling people that just because, you know, like as all of us were shut down, you're like, you don't have your family close by. So it felt like a little guilty, like, oh my gosh, it's such a luxury to have someone to yeah. help, you know, take care of your, of your child. But like, and if we were to sort of put a put aside 2020 as a whole year, I'm sure everybody wants to kind of just scratch that out of their life. In, in, the, in the normal circumstances, like when we were planning to have a child, like that was one of the things on our minds. It's like, okay, what are we going to figure out what we're going to do, right? What our life is going to be. But there's like you said, there's not a chapter. There's not a parenting book and there's millions of them out there, but there's not a chapter that really talks about, okay, by the time you're nine months pregnant, you better figure out your daycare or like you start to hear all of these conversations from people like, okay, you better get on your, if you're, if you're sending your child to a daycare, you better get on that. Wait, list. Yep. Nine months, nine months to, you know, to wait for, for that spot. And, and then, or if you want a nanny, you better start looking for them. how do you even interview one? I, you know, so like all of those questions came up, obviously, For us. So in your work, what is it that exactly you help parents in terms of like navigating all of these? It's not like it's just understanding your options, which was the hardest part for me.
1: So I always ask the parent, my first question is: what's your goal? What's the situation right now? Are you looking for long-term care? Are you looking for short-term care? Are you looking for part-time? Like, what's the situation? Every family is so different. And especially when it comes down to times of care that starts limiting your options too. You know, if you have a parent who's working graveyard, you know, parents who are working graveyard, you can't really have it. There's no daycares that do graveyard shift. So you only have the nanny or those kind of options. So I always ask families first, what's your situation? What are your goals? What What do you want to get out of this care? Are we looking, you know, to get the kids to have, or mom to have some extra time to finish her certification or a training? Are we looking for, you know, general childcare services? so that mom and dad can get work done and continue to th- put you know, money in the bank and a roof over their head. Uh, the, next, the next question always really, really bugs parents because they're like, well, why does this matter? But ultimately, it's the biggest thing. What's your budget? And parents will either come to me and they have no idea what their budget is because they've never had that discussion of what the budget is. Or it's the mom who says, well, I really don't know how much we can afford. Well, you have to understand that's the that's one of the factors that's really going to decide what your options are and then once we have those questions answered i can go okay here here's your options of what you can afford and really it comes down to where you're located and what you want
0: Mm-hmm. The the question about the like the financial side of things, of course, I get to deal that <laughs> with yeah. that um all day long with clients in terms of like those things. But I mean, looking back into and into those conversations that I used to have, you know, years prior to having a child, they were very different. Now it's like if I have a, a client who or a, a family who's just starting out and they're, you know, about to expect a child, we're like, okay, I can tell you exactly what these things cost if you want A, B, and C, but I'm mm-hmm. only coming from the financial side. I'm like, you got you always have to think about what, you know, what is it that you want? Well, and I um, also, get,
1: I get a lot of parents who will get frustrated with me when I tell them that this is the price of what a nanny is, or this is what the going rate is. And they get mad at me. Like I'm the one who sets the prices. And I'm like, no, I'm not the person who's regulating the price of the wage here. Um, It really depends on where you live. So yeah, your friend in, you know, Tennessee is getting a way cheaper rate than here in the Bay area. It's, it's, it's two different places. Also, you know, comparing daycare to danning, apples and oranges, they, you cannot get a nanny on a daycare budget. I always tell that to parents. The, the, that's the end of the story. You cannot get a nanny on a daycare budget.
0: What about, and this is a question that um, came came for me as well, and I, and, and I think a lot of women um, over the last 12 months really had to come to terms with, and some actually really made hard decisions about, okay. Um, you know, things are really rough. And for this current circumstances, because kids are home and we, you know, I have to be available for them. I can't work. So like, how do you, I know it's more of a personal decision, but how do you sort of make, make that decision when you're faced with like, okay, um, I think I can do a, I can do a better job being with my child versus me going out in the work uh, you know, space and, and having a career and making a living. So then I can pay for that. And sometimes if you don't, like, if you don't earn enough or you work part-time, it's like, it's conflicting. You're almost like, I hear this a lot too. Like, I'm going to just make all this money so I can pay for daycare.
1: I'm like, why am I doing that? Doing that? Yeah. Well, and I always tell moms, what is it to you? Like, how's your mental health going to benefit from this? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you're going to work yourself to the bone to afford that daycare, is it really like, is it really going to, are you going to feel better about yourself every night? Like, cause a lot of us go to bed eating ourselves alive with the mom guilt, the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, the decisions that you make, you want to be able to go to bed and know my kid had a great day. They were safe. They learned. And, Tomorrow will be just as good as day Um, and finding that person who, you know, is a part of your family or is an extension of your family. If that's dropping off at daycare that that cares for your child, like they're they're your own and that, you know, you can go to work and be the best person at work because your kid is taken care of and you don't have to worry about it. Um, But unfortunately, you're right. I've had a lot of really sad and tearful conversations with moms who suddenly have this realization that either daycares, you know, childcare in general is going to cost more than their paycheck. Um, so it's ultimately better that they stay at home or they can't afford, they can't afford the daycare because they were depending on school and now they have to, they're doing three zooms in three different rooms, corralling a young, you know, an infant. Um, I always tell moms when they were kind of sitting there and tearing up, it's not permanent. It's just a season. Um, the days are long, but the years are short we're getting these extra little time with them. Um, so that's the silver lining in it that I'm always kind of reminding parents, you're getting this extra time with your kids. It's not going to last forever. The kids are going to go back to school. You will be able to go back to work. You will be able to be the, you. this is what has to happen right now so that your family succeeds. And as sad as it is, we as a sh- society shouldn't just say, hey, mom's got to deal with it. That's mom's problem. Um, that's not how society should be. Unfortunately, that is the way it is. We are the ones who have to deal with it, quote unquote. Um, But you just have to be flexible. And remember, it's not permanent. There are thousands and thousands of women who are in the same shoes. You are not alone. Um, I think that's the most comforting thing that women hear from me is that you're telling me there's another woman. I go, I... Every single day, it's the same kind of broken record of, you guys, we're all doing this together. We've just got to keep going. We've just got to keep getting through this. And at the end of the day, I think it comes down to, we just all want our kids to succeed and make through this and we just want to survive, you know? but you're not alone um, in our my house, especially we don't have childcare. I'm a nanny. I, I don't have any, anybody here to take care of my kid. We don't have any grandparents or anybody around us to, you know, hand, hand our daughter off to. It's a, we call it a WWE tag team match every single day. If I'm in here working, my husband's out with her. If he's in here working, I'm outside with her. Um, that's what our family needed. That's what we had to do to survive. And like my husband says, every single day, we are exhausted but the the alternative was me being at home, and yeah, I got to do what I love, and I'd probably be working a little bit later nights because I wouldn't have as much time to work. But my husband would be in the office, missing all these precious moments. Um, he just loves when he opens the office door and hears dad being screamed because she now has triggered the sound to the door opening, the office door opening. That dad's coming out to play with her. He goes, that just oh, it melts my heart every single time. So it's it's a season. It will all pass most of what most parents come down to the decision of is the child care going to cost more than my paycheck that's ultimately comes down to is is that is it really worth it
0: it's and and it's hard it's definitely hard um when it comes to the financial side of things hey money bosses are you ready to get your financial life in order once and for all as soon as possible Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together but just don't quite know how? I am with you, I've been there, I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order, It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, You will never have to worry about budgeting, and who likes that budgeting thing anyway? You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less than five five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. The season that you're talking about, I think, and I'm, I'm coming more from the still the new parent kind of phase, right? Um, because it's that's when things are you know completely new and you don't really know what you're getting yourself into and you're making all these decisions. But what happens once you like decide? Okay, well, I think we're like ready to talk about number two and number three, right? So you add more, um, and it's yeah. I mean it's the most exciting thing, obviously. But it's like I think you're face, facing these decisions all over again because now life is different. You already have one child. And so yep. what does that look like now? Um, and it might be completely different, right? What you did with the first, because you could, the two of you, like in your example, you could manage it and work from home. And, 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 but if you have two, would that work? Yeah. So yeah. I think um, in, in, in the work that you're doing and it's, it's child being a childcare coach, like how, um you know, how do you, how do you start the conversations? Like, what is the difference between like you working with the family versus like they're going out and and hiring an agency to help them with these decisions? Because I think most people, first of all, don't know that folks like you exist. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: I I like to say I kind of, I came with COVID. Uh, I kind of, I realized that, so an agency, this is a question I get a lot. What's the difference between you and an agency? An agency is for you you are paying them to find a nanny temp, uh, you know, part-time, long-term nanny care for your child, and you're paying them a fee to do all the work. Mm-hmm. I am going to teach you skills so you know how to do that work. So that when, you know, I always tell parents, yeah, you're going to pay the nanny to find a nanny for this year, but what happens when that nanny leaves? Are you going to want to, you know at least with me and coming back, like I always tell parents, usually it only takes an hour of asking questions and you're like, all right, I got this walk away and we're good. And that makes me stoked that you, it only took an hour and you feel that much better. Great. I feel better for you. Um, you, I am not going to find the nanny for you. I want you to make the ultimate decision of what's best for your family. I'm going to coach you in, okay how do we write a good job listing? What do I look at resumes that might be a red flag? What are good interview questions? How do I negotiate and write contracts and make sure that it's legally and right to go? How do I make sure that I have a good environment for my nanny? Because a lot of parents forget that, it's not just a nanny you're hiring. You're hiring an employee. Like that person will be a W-2, you know, is getting a, you know W W-4. This, this is a legal setup. There's payroll. There's a lot of things that go and involve. They're also an extension of your family. You're letting somebody into your home. Mm-hmm. Um, so an agency, once again, will do all the work for you and hand the nannies to you on a platter and go, take your pick and choosing. And then you choose one and they do all the contract negotiation. It's very easy. But like I said, in a few years, when the situation changed, the budget changes, then you're going to have to do it all over again. Um, or I have families who start with me and do daycare, the daycare situation. And they go, Shannon, you know what? We've decided we want to hire a nanny or we're having number two. And it's actually, it, we've done the math and it might just be a little bit better off for us to have a nanny at home. All right. Same kind of skill sets, but now you've been learning a few more tools to add to the toolbox so that next time, okay, are you going to choose daycare or are you going to choose a nanny? Which way do you have to go?
0: Yeah, and that's, and that's always kind of the the question, I think, uh, from looking at this lens from the financial, at least the way that my brain works <laughs> the minute I hear that, um, maybe just because the numbers is, 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 is sort of the angle here, um, what I do. But if I were to step back and think about myself and then, you know, all the women out there who are doing this, um, you know, like I said, we're all in this together, so like I would probably want to see this more holistically like looking at this not okay financial side we have to figure out like it costs this much here are your choices but what about um what about the, the family dynamic what about what you want what about what uh, uh, what your spouse wants or the career that they're thinking for themselves so like how do we approach this question more holistically so that everyone um benefits because you said it's a phase it will pass um but looking back at it uh, we, we want to have that less of that mommy guilt.
1: Yeah. Well, it comes down to communication as moms. We kind of tend on to hold on to everything. Cause once again, it's our, our, we usually deal with everything. I always tell my husband, okay, I'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> But it comes down to communication. What do you need this year? What are your goals? You know, I say yearly, but it could be December. It could be the middle of the year. It doesn't matter. What are your goals? What do you want to do? And then once everybody's kind of on the same page, I always tell parents, what are you going to gain from this situation? What is your partner going to gain by this new childcare situation? What are your children going to gain by this new childcare experience? The, the, the reality is, is usually everybody's going to benefit. Mom and dad get to go to work and do their best, or mom's getting a break if it's part time care. Even you know what, whatever the situation be, and the kids usually are thriving and learning. Awesome, everybody's happy, and I think holistically you have to look at it. Okay, who needs what? Um, we always talk about financially you could you could say you know well is it worth it and everything like that my best example is um, i worked a lot with special needs families who really can't work with agencies a lot of agencies won't take them so it is a lot of kind of doing the the laywork of care.com and going on all these websites and you know interviewing the nannies and stuff like that and they were very, very upfront with me. I came as a referral to them and they said, Shannon, we know you are the best. Uh, we would love to hire you full-time and er- or, you know, have you full-time, but we just can't. Is there any way we can hire you just through the summer while we get ready for the new school setup? Um, we'll pay you. They, I mean, to the T, the nicest family in the entire world. I said, yeah, no problem. The kid grew by leaps and bounds the months that I was with them. The dad uh, actually came off his blood pe- blood pressure medication, which was like a huge deal <laughs> The mom, you could kind of tell, like, was ang- less anxiety ridden, you know, like it was a good groove for the family. And you know, we got the kid into the school, and within four weeks, I got a call from the mom, and she goes, Shannon, we rearranged all our finances, we gave up memberships, we've everything we're gonna make this work. We need you. We know at the end of the day, this financial you know, investment that we're making is going to benefit our child. Just like private school and all these other things, is this going to benefit your child? For that family, that financial investment was worth it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, and it's also like you're starting to kind of uh, allude to that, but so the, the, we're talking about childcare and in, in, in a lot of our, you know, younger, uh, new moms' minds, okay, so it's going to be a phase at some point, they're going to go to school, um, or, you know, if the schools aren't great, and where you live, right, or you're
1: homeschooling, or whatever, yeah,
0: right. if you're homeschooling, or if you now looking at the world, and things are remote, and you know, you don't want to, you know, have your child being on, on zoom all day long. Yeah you know, what are the options? It's always it's still going to come down to looking at this from the financial side of things, because thinking down the road and that's the financial you know, planner in me is like, okay, at some point we'll have to face a decision about which college are they going to, or are yeah. they going to college? And, and we better be thinking about it now and hopefully saving something along the way, um, because it's going to, it's going to happen really fast. Like it's, it's really apparent to me even more now (laughs) with the last two years. um, Oh my
1: God, what did the time go? Um, It's just, um, well, even just thinking about preschool and like, okay, now we got to afford that preschool bill, you know, like it, 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 it seems like the bill just gets moved to a different subject, whatever it may be. And, you know, we out here in the Bay area, I mean, childcare and daycare is somewhat equivalent to rent. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And so, you, what I'm seeing a lot of families do is they end up packing up and leaving, or they move in with family or they, uh, a lot of my new agreements are, uh, agreements with family members, like contract agreements to watch their children to make sure that, the, you know, nobody's stepping on toes and everyone's being proper. And, you know, cause a lot of those situations over the last year have turned sour after, you know, like who else do you turn to? There's nowhere else to call. Um, and a lot of parents, a lot of it came down to, to, you know, COVID restrictions, did you, could you allow family and other people into your house? Were you willing to take that risk? Um, And for a lot of parents, it was, no, we really don't want anyone in our house. So we'll, we'll sit and suffer. (laughs) And we, you know, but now parents a year later are like, I have to please take them. And unfortunately, day, because a lot of daycares have closed last year, um, we have a lot of a daycare shortage. Wait lists are long. Um, we're gonna have a boom of kids coming in the next year um due to the COVID. Uh so it's just getting harder and harder. Nanny rate has gone up. And so you have a lot of parents finding really cool ways to make childcare work, whether that's nanny pods, uh, which is basically what was nanny share a few years ago. Um, that's kind of evolved. Um, there's just there's so many different avenues coming out. And I think parents just have to know what their options are. Um, they think that, you know, oh, it's just daycare or nanny. There are other options. You just, you have to have all the information before we can give you all your options.
0: Yeah, we, we definitely need to write that uh, chapter for whatever book that talks about. I'm
1: working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> all
0: right, come on, Shannon, hurry up. <laughs> the time is passing. Um, something you mentioned that kind of, and I'm sort of getting closer, or maybe I'm already past that sort of deadline, figuring out. We've been starting to think about, okay, so what's the preschool is going to look like? Because Liam is now in the, the two to three-year-old group. Yep. And so we can stay at our daycare right now. It's a pretty big uh, facility. And so he can be there all the way until he starts the first grade. Um, but we're looking just with like, just because that was like, we got in, we don't want to do anything. Like, that's good, right? Yep. And, so, and, and it was a bit of a transition for him to go from his first class to the, to this, to this one. So I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. Cause I'm just like, we're just good now. He's even yeah. this morning, he was like excited to go to daycare. Cause before he was, it, it was not fun. So, but I know that's like, this is beginning of the year. We have to make this, these decisions soon. So where, do, where do you start with something? like that? Cause it's, we are all, we talked about transitions that parents make What about the kids. Cause they're That's their life, right? They're they're important.
1: (laughs) They are. So with kids, I always, as soon as you know that a decision's made, like, it's not like you're going to the zoo. Don't tell them you're going to the zoo if you're not going to the zoo that day. If they're going to the dentist, they're going to the doctor, they're going to start a new school. They're going to start a new preschool. They're going to have a new teacher. Start talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a lot of children's TV shows now. I I use Daniel Tiger as my number one example. Um, There's a lot of Daniel Tiger episodes where you can watch where the kids start to understand what's happening. And by repeating and talking about it, they become more comfortable with the situation. And you also have to realize transitions are scary for them. Um, Especially over the last year, we have a lot of kids who have not been out. They have not been socialized. They have been stuck with mom and dad and that is it. So just being separated from the parents is going to be a huge leap. And I remind parents constantly. It's okay. This is normal. Um just remember that this is their only way they know how to express this emotion. They oh, for a lot of our toddlers these 2 to 3 ages, the only way they know how to express that they are upset and they don't like it is to get mad, throw a tantrum, hit, bite, kick, you name it. Um a lot of w- weird things start popping out behavior-wise because because they are just can't process those emotions. So I always tell parents get down on their level, talk to them, remind them that they're okay. They're safe. We can talk about it. Um, but you know, set a routine. All right, we're going to do this. Then this happens. And then we go to drop off, you know, and you know, so-and-so is going to take you out of the car and take your temperature and you're going to go in and you're going to have a great day and mommy will come get you after snack. Like If they know there's a routine, they know what's going on. Um, But for a lot of parents who are jumping into the preschool, whether it's preschool, daycares, nannies, um, always go to a local Facebook group of moms groups and ask them their recommendations. They will give them to you. And like anything, you take it with a grain of salt, gather all these kinds of information, you do your research, and then I guarantee you'll probably find a a couple of gems out of them. Um, Moms love to give their advice. Um, Sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not. But usually, when it comes down to preschools, daycares, they will be bluntly honest and truthful, and they will give you their gut honest reaction of how much they love that that program or whatnot. Um, even nanny recommendations, they'll. Uh, I didn't find this out until I was a mom and got in, into these groups that I was talked about for years. Um, you know, oh, you need to go find Shannon. You need to find Shannon. Oh, this is Shannon. You need to find her. And I was like oh, they talk. This is something I need to tell all nannies. Moms talk a lot. so um, But talk to local moms. Find out their opinion because maybe they'll be able to kind of help you in that direction as well.
0: Yeah, totally. And I did join our local group here in in, in San Mateo County. So for, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff is shared and it's awesome for sure. But you still have to, you still have to figure it out in context of what really works for your family, what really works for you. And um, I'm trying. I'm trying to have those kind of thoughts, uh, or keeping those thoughts kind of in the back of my head. Like, okay, it's not really selfish, like, for, to put yourself first, especially if you have a career, if you have a business, and you're really trying to. have have it all. That's really been my, my sort of motives. Like I want to have it all. I want to have a family, a business and you know, everything else that kind of fits into it. So
1: like all that guilt needs to stay down there. Don't come out. (laughs) Well, write it all down. I always tell clients, you know, write what you want out of childcare, what you want out of life, what you want out of you know, like I'll tell, you know, dad wants to finish this training. Mom wants to get certified in this, the, you know, the kids want to learn this. Um, But as a family, they want to grow. And once a mom kind of sees all of this, it's, sometimes gives them the, the reassurance that yes, they're going in the right direction that by putting the kids in daycare that everyone's going to benefit or hiring this nanny will make things um, better for them to succeed as a family. Um, but ultimately it comes down to what you want. And if you don't know what you want, it makes it 10 times harder. Um, Especially when parents come to me and I ask them, well, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, this consult's not going to go very well if you don't, you know, like you got to give me something to work with and know what direction, like what educate, do you want education based for your kids? Do you, do you need them home? Do you need them out of your hair? Um, And ultimately what can you afford? Totally. That's,
0: that's always the bottom line. I think that kind of still, still moves you in one direction or the other. So if I, if, if our listeners wanted to um, reach out to you and ask questions and connect, where, where can they do that? Because I'm sure there's a lot more in their heads that I can ask today.
1: Well, right now I'm offering 30 minute free consultations for all new clients on our family website, along with all my other childcare services. Our website is parola my last name, P-A-R-O-L-A with a Z at the end.com. And you can check us out on Instagram at Facebook at the same name, the V-I-P-A-R-O-L-A-Z. Um, I love talking to new parents and wanna I want you to walk away from our conversations with at least some questions answered or a weight off your shoulder and you're ready to conquer the world and you know your family's going to succeed.
0: Yeah, totally. And we, I'm happy to share um, all those links in our show notes. So yeah, Shannon, thank you so much. This, this has been definitely um, exciting conversation and I feel uh, a teeny bit better, but at least now I have a resource to
1: go to. So yay. Oh, I'm, so glad, to, I'm so glad that we got to chit chat and please feel free, feel free to Call. Will do. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years their very own successful financial lives on their terms it's hard for me to do this over an audio and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life then be sure to go to mainstreet-money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time such as not having clear financial goals not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.